Hello out there and welcome. My name is Sharon Frosch and I am the Chief Operating Officer for the Discover Your Path View platform where we believe that every life can teach and everyone can grow. To that end, I am also the host of this show, The Connection Sessions, where we bring together practitioners, entrepreneurs, marketers, artists, spiritualists, mentors, and students in an effort to connect to community, learn from each other, and grow. Today, I have a very unique woman with me who does an incredibly small niche of coaching that I think should be a much larger niche, and that is she is a manifestation coach. Crystal Allen teaches her clients how to utilize the pre-existing force of manifestation, which exists for all of us in our lives in an everyday way to structure and create the lives that we are looking to have. So Crystal, absolutely incredible and fascinating way that you deal with coaching. And I'm just hoping that you might take some time to kind of explain to us what is manifestation? What is manifestation coaching? And how did you get into this really amazing line? Hi, Sharon. I would like to thank you for letting me come and share my message. My and um, again, I'm Crystal Allen, and I'm the founder of Mindfly Holistic. And um, I, yes, I am a manifestation coach. And my passion is to teach others how to stop trying to manifest in their lives and actually start being a creator, which is what we are innately, you know, that is what we naturally are. Um, so what is manifestation? Um, we've, we've, a lot of us have heard of the term law of attraction at this point. It kind of um, was put out there into society by the book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. And although it's, it's something that's been, uh, it, it's just another universal law, just as the law of gravity, and it's been in existence since the beginning of time, it sort of just became a mainstream because it's something that's been suppressed by society for eons. You know, uh, the, the people who were in charge so many you know, centuries ago, they did not want us to know our personal power. No. They wanted us to fall in line and do what they wanted to do. And so they, they hid the secret, which is why um, you know, it came out as the secret. Um, and oftentimes people still think of it as the secret, but it's not a secret anymore. It is the law of attraction. And basically, to put it simply, um, everything it consists of energy. You know, if you look back to science in grade school, we learned that everything com is composed of atoms. And in every atom, we have electrons and protons, but mostly we have space. Yeah. And that space is energy. So everything in existence from uh, my desk that I'm sitting at to my pencil to my hair to the words that I speak to the thoughts that I think, everything consists of energy. And the way that I like to relate this with people is that the language that energy speaks is vibration. And a good analogy I like to, to throw out there um, if you went to say a workshop or a seminar and you were in a room full of a hundred people and 98 of those people spoke a foreign language to you and two of them spoke your language, your native language. Now, who would you be attracted to in that group? The people who spoke your language. And that is the, the same as the law of attraction. That's the basis for the law of attraction. So if everything, yeah, so if everything vibrates, 
it has its own vibrational frequency. So everything has a different level of vibration. So sad thoughts are a low vibrational frequency. Happy thoughts are a high vibrational frequency. Those are the language of those thoughts. Now with the law of attraction, like vibration attracts other like vibrations. Just as in my example of when we wanted to speak with someone who you know, speaks our native tongue, it's the same with vibration. It wants to speak with other events, other thoughts, other anything that, that is on that same frequency. So that is probably the easiest way to explain um, the law of attraction. And basically what I'm wanting to do is teach people that the manifestation is not hard. We kind of grasp the concept of being this like, it's almost like a workshop that we ordered or, or a textbook that we ordered in the mail and we have to like study it and figure it out. And, and maybe some people don't, you know, how many times have you ordered something and then just left it on the shelf and yeah. forgotten about it? And so you think you're not manifesting. Um, what I'm trying to teach everyone is that we were, we're manifesting 24 seven. We're constantly manifesting. However, what's happening is people are manifesting on default mode. So they're kind of walking around in, in their life, sort of just reacting to everything that they come across. So uh, I stub my toe, I react to it. I'm in a low vibe now. Um, something good happens to me. So now I'm reacting and I have a high vibe. So what's happening is while we're in this constant limbo, like a teeter-totter of up and down vibrations, we're attracting good things and we're attracting bad things. Mm -hmm. So what, what I'm trying to teach people is how to focus their energy, focus their thoughts, and focus their vibration so that they can consistently maintain a high vibration and in turn attract high vibrational things. So it's yes, awesome. Yeah. I really so like that. I, go, I'm sorry. No, please go. Tell us how you, I, I'm fascinated to, I want to know how the idea to coach that I, I, okay. I, I have to know. Okay. It's, it's really a long kind of drawn out story, but I guess when it really truly hit me was uh, two years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer mm -hmm. and um, throughout my life, I had learned by my experiences that we attract um, illness by, by being in a negative space. Now, for a long time, I didn't truly understand what that, what that power was. I, didn't, I wasn't introduced to the law of attraction until the secret came out. And what was that, maybe eight, nine years ago now? Um, so, I, but I did understand that there there was a reason why I attracted the cancer. Now, to kind of rewind and give you the backstory, um, I was always a very psychically gifted child from far back as I can remember. And I also was able to pick up on spirits around me. Um, I was I was one of those, I guess you would say, indigo children or crystal children, the ones who were born sort of different from all of society, the ones who really couldn't relate to their own peers. But it's sort of like I was an old soul. I had this deeper understanding of how the world and life worked. Now, what happened was I, I came from a very, very uh, rough upbringing. So 
my physical person was dealing with low self-esteem, low self-worth. And I also did not have any kind of uh, training or support to know what to do with all these gifts. And what began to happen um, is I started to attract negative entities all around me. They, they sort of were just always there. And I began to fear my gifts. And eventually I asked God, I said, God, just take these from me, please. Just take it. I don't want it. And it happened instantly. It was gone. So I sort of lived my life in this default, running around, just trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. And um, I'm blocking the gifts, they're gone. Um, but what happened was I, I met my twin flame. And what twin flames do is they bring out your biggest, deepest uh, battles in life, okay? Yes. So what happened was once that journey, I was with the twin flame for three years, and once that was over, I, I, I had an awakening. I had a deep inner awakening, and my gifts began to flood back in. Um, I began to address all the things in my life that I had been diminishing. Um, I began to live authentically and open up myself to, to all of me, to my source. And I heard one day, um, and I, I suddenly heard, you need to write a book. Now, I didn't know what it was about, and Source got tired of me trying to figure it out. So soon after, I received a download, and it was an instant imprint of thought. It was like a, a, an idea, so many ideas at once. It was what the book was about what it was called and the book was about my journey to healing and it and source also told me that at the completion of my book would be the completion of my healing journey okay so i began writing that book probably four years ago now and you know i continued to sort of live life and try to come into my authentic self but i hadn't I hadn't put all the pieces together yet, but when I was diagnosed with cancer two years ago, it hit me that I was, I was not living my fullest life. I was not living my purpose. I wasn't living my dream. I wasn't doing all those things that I really came here on this earth to do. And I understood that if I didn't do that now, I was going to die. Like I, I knew that deep within my soul that it would take me following my purpose to then live and that's what i did that's when i started my business during chemotherapy i started my business <laughs> wow i love the name of your business mindfly holistic is that a download how did that name it come absolutely was i'm a terrible i do not name things like even throughout my book all the chapters i'm still trying to figure out names for because i've never i've never even been able to name pets i don't know what it is with me and naming things but it's just always been a block. So one day, I just got a downfly. Mindfly, that's your name. I was like, thank you. <laughs> so the name of your book is Journey to the Center of Light, correct? Yes, and that was also given to me by Source. Wow. So what I'm hearing is an extremely 
powerful young child who shuts everything down and then through a series of adversities has been brought back to that place of fully owning her own gifts. Right, exactly. That's a powerful journey. I love the way that you talk about how everything is energy. And I know that I'm 45. And as I was growing up, we were still locked heavily into the Newtonian view of science, which is that apples are made out of little apple pieces and doors are made out of little door pieces and concretes made out of little concrete pieces. But in actuality, the atom itself is 99.99999 empty space. And what's not empty space, the electron, the neutron, and the proton are actually all made out of the same stuff. So the difference between a metal atom and the atom of an apple is the number of electrons and protons inside the atom, which are actually made of the same stuff. So looking at metal and looking at an apple, you're just looking at different, if we considered the components tennis balls, metal has a different number of tennis balls than an apple atom does, but it's all tennis balls. Right. And I think that's something that we fail to understand because we've been locked into this Newtonian view of the world around us that we're all made of that's what unity is yes all made of the same stuff exactly and that's that's something i really try to teach too because it also shows us that we are all god we are all source (laughs) so people just think that okay there's this amazing power that god has but we are not worthy of that power but Oh my God, we are, we are that power. So all we have to do is get our ego out of the way and let our inner being come out and just naturally create because we're doing it constantly. We're creating. When I think something, I've already created it so fast you can't even measure the time. But the problem is that so many people are holding it back from coming to them, that thing that they've created. It's there, it's in a dimension, it's not in our dimension yet, but it's been created. Now, how are we going to get out of our way and let it come to us? Exactly. And it's much easier than everyone thinks. Well, I also think that people fail to understand that when you focus on the fact that I want something, yes. you can't want something that you already have. Just the right. wanting itself implies the absence of the very I thing know. that you are trying Mm-hmm. to attract so how do you help a client who comes to you for help in attracting a different kind of life identify that focusing on the absence allows the absence to continue to happen i try really hard to teach from example and to truly get across the fact that once i stopped trying was when everything happened for me once i stopped trying to control what came to me. I was a type A personality. I was a control freak. I, I always was in management because I had to do things my way or it wasn't going to get done right. And the moment that I let that go yeah. was like a gate just opened. And all the manifestations that I had ever wanted to bring in just started pouring into my life. So we work first of all we work on digging into the past because it is so important to find out where these beliefs came from 
like for me, where did I get the idea that I had to do everything myself? I figured that out. And now I understand where that limiting belief came from. And now once I understand it, I can let it go. So that's what we do first is, is dig into the limiting beliefs and where they came from. And then we work to change them. And I have several different tools for, for changing them. Um, but to me, awareness is always the first thing. Yes. To changing anything. You it's can't change apparently. it if you don't even know it. Right. Yes. So yes. how do you help a client? Because I'm sure as a life coach, you know that when a client feels attacked, they shut down. And often where you would think that sharing with somebody that you were the creator of your own world would be this amazing, liberating experience where they'd be like, oh my God, that's awesome. They actually tend to kind of shut down and feel like they're being attacked because with creation comes responsibility. Mm -hmm. So how do you help a client kind of get past that fear of responsibility to truly step into and own that creative power? Well, this might sound a little bit, um, I don't know. Okay. So the first thing is they have got to be ready. Okay. Yes. They have to be seeking the answers, right? So there's, there's several different kinds of people. There's people who want subconsciously want to stay where they're at. They don't want to heal. They don't want to, they don't want to acknowledge the fact that they are in responsible for their lives. Those people are not, I can't help them yet. They're not in the space. They're not at the right frequency or near the right frequency to even hear me. Because again, frequency is a language. And if you're too far down on the spectrum of vibration, you can't even hear what I'm saying. Have you ever, have you ever noticed that? I mean, we've all noticed if, if you have a room full of people listening to the same person, they all hear something different because they're all on a different vibration. So they're all literally, their reality experience is different. Yes, I have. Sitting next to them. Isn't that powerful? And our chief spiritual officer, Andrea Hendren, is with us watching right now, and she's really enjoying this conversation. And one of the most profound things that I think I've ever heard her say is we were having a conversation, a deep spiritual conversation, and she pointed out we're using all the same words that people who aren't at this level use. They just mean different things because our consciousness has changed. But we could sit and say, these exact same words till we're blue in the face and the realization, the enlightenment of what they mean at this level will not reach someone who's not at that frequency yet. Exactly. exactly. So what I'm doing is I'm attracting the people who are close enough to my frequency to be ready to hear those things, to be ready to accept that. And once they hear it, it actually clicks and they get aha moments rather than, defensiveness and honestly there's been a few people who I have talked to and chatted with about my services who just weren't ready and you just sometimes have to say I'm sorry I don't think we're gonna be a match and eventually they might be and you want to keep them in your circle and still provide content and value for them but until they're ready they're not going to hear you Okay, so I have a question that I have to know the answer from. You said that I am attracting people that are at my frequency. Are you using conscious 
law of attraction methods in order to actually attract your own client base? Because I, I have to know, tell me. Absolutely. Uh, when I first started my business, um, I, I didn't even have to try to get clients because I just knew this is what I want and people just started messaging me. Um, I would follow, now here's the one thing I teach a lot of is following divine inspiration because when we're high vibrational, we're connected. This is how I think of it. When we, when we come into the, um, into the planet, we're already connected to source. Babies are very connected, but as social conditioning happens, it's like this funnel that sort of gets closed yeah. to, to our connection to source. Because we were told, you know, we're told these things, you're not worthy and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But this final sort of closes. So as we learn to control our vibration and raise it high enough to connect, this funnel opens back up. And what happens when the funnel opens is we start receiving constant downloads, inspirations, ideas, urges, anything it is. Whatever it is that they want us to know that is going to get us to where we want to go. And the, the idea is that they're there and we hear them all the time, but you have to follow them. So if I get an urge to make a post about something specific, I have to stop what I'm doing and make that post because that's my, it's my instructions. from oh. Now, and those were the types of things that lead to getting clients because source knows if you make this post right now, there's someone right now who needs to hear this and they're in this group. And when they hear this, they're going to ask you for more information. So that's just part of my message is it's not hard. You don't have to try so much. You just have to let go of control, get into the ease. It's like the river that Esther Hicks talks about. Just float down the river and allow and stop trying to paddle upstream. Because to me, when we're trying, we're paddling upstream. And when we stop trying, we just start floating and letting the river current take us. And it takes us to where we want to go. It is interesting how backwards the programming is from society that if you do enough, mm -hmm. then you will get. And the truth is, if you stop trying to control everything and just let what be, what is be, right. then exactly. the magic that you're looking for, that you're trying so hard to control, just flourishes in that moment absolutely. of now absolutely that's such, that's such a powerful message and unfortunately it is not a message that even a lot of life coaches teach even a lot of life coaches get caught in the idea that if I learn the, the right number of modalities if I get this technique exactly like this person taught me then I'll be ready to life coach not understanding that you're just replicating something that's already out there that's not what we're here to do we're here to be ourselves right right and that's kind of like what i would was mentioning earlier this concept of like the law of attraction is some like we have to do an exercise or we have to do a ritual or we have to do all these tasks for it to work and it can it can do it can help if you don't have resistance to those things you're wanting but it's it's all just kind of more efforting that's happening it's it's all just more not letting go it's all just more controlling like you know you see so many times people are like i want to manifest a million dollars so i'm going to do all these rituals well if you're if you have a limiting belief 
and you have resistance around getting a million dollars, it, all this efforting is not what's going to get it to you. It's the learning how to let go of the fact that, first of all, I don't have to determine where the money is going to come from. Yes. It's just going to come in many ways. And, and that's another thing is a lot of people are trying so hard to decide where the source of what they want is coming from. And they're hindering their progress by doing that. <laughs> trying to figure it out and control it again. Yeah. It is it is interesting to note that the idea of the individual self, the self that creates, the self that causes or you know is the causes the effects that it sees is literally the stumbling block to getting what that self says that it wants. Yeah. And yeah. when you truly understand and embrace that and grasp that much like somebody who's struggling in a net, the more you struggle, mm -hmm. the more profoundly caught in that belief system that you get. I love that analogy. I like that a lot. Because it, it never, we can never win out. It, the book of Alcoholics Anonymous discusses how alcoholics will never be able to win out in single-handed combat against this thing. And I think that's true in everything, that if, we are from a source of, I am my individual self separate from everything else I see. There's right. no way for that individual self to win out in single-handed combat against anything because it's in our connections and the sharing right. of our energy that we rise. Right. Because we are all of one energy. We are all of one source. We are all literally made of the same thing. We are not only the witness, we are what is being witnessed at the same time. Exactly. Yes. Such powerful stuff. I wish we could go on forever, but unfortunately, yeah, we are already at the end of our half hour. So thank you so much for being with me here today, Crystal. This has been an absolutely fascinating conversation on one of my favorite subjects. I want to go ahead and acknowledge Monique and Andrea, who are with us here today. If you come by after and see this video, after we're no longer live, drop, drop us a hashtag replay. Let us know that you were here. If you are interested in what Crystal's been talking about, which come on guys, who would not be interested in this? All of her contact information is available on this Facebook Live. You can get a hold of her instigate a conversation with her. Find out what she's about. Get a better understanding of the services that she offers that can help you because Lord knows each one teach one and that's how we rise. So thank you to everybody who is here today, who's been watching and who will come behind. For those of you who are regular viewers, on Monday of next week, I will not be here. My colleague, Beth Gray, will be handling the session that day, but it will be at the same place and the same time on Monday. So thank you, everyone who's been here. And as always, have an absolutely wonderful weekend, guys. Bye. Thank you. Namaste.